Welcome to my podcast, The Cross in the Desert, Speaking Hope and Freedom to Iran. I'm your host, Randy L. Noble, and I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy life to join me today on my podcast. Today on The Cross in the Desert, I want to speak to you about a very special, brave, and courageous young Christian woman living in Saudi Arabia. At one time, Sarah Fatima al-Mutari was a fanatical Muslim. And one day, that all changed. And she became a devout follower of Jesus Christ. This is Sarah Fatima al-Mutari's story on the cross in the desert. Fatima was born in 1982 in Burida, a town in the Qasim region of Saudi Arabia. She grew up with her two parents and two elder brothers. The family was a practicing Muslim family, but without fanaticism. From her early childhood, she showed her ability to memorize everything she heard at school. This prompted her mother to enroll her in the Quranic school with the idea of teaching her the Quran by heart so that she would know the foundations of Islam. But Fatima really took the extreme path of religion. She said all the prayers indicated by the religious authorities and fasted every Monday and Thursday of the year in addition to the month of Ramadan. She dressed all in black with a hijab and then a cob. She also refrained from all the might in her eyes, pushed her toward a relaxed life. So she forbade radio and television at home, preventing the family from listening to songs and music. She broke off relationships with other teenage girls who dared to show their faces in public, learned worldly songs, or discussed topics other than what is indicated in the Quran. Little by little, she completely isolated herself and no longer had anything to do with the girls of her own age. However, her mother deeply regretted having sent her to this school. She withdrew it and placed it in the public schools of the regions. This separation of religious schools and religious circles led her into a kind of depression accompanied by headaches. The doctor diagnosed a psychological cause. Then our friend Sarah Fatima, unable to remain in this state, affected a radical reversal. She took off her black clothes and lived like all girls her age, watching television again, listening to music, and even learning songs by heart while continuing to say daily prayers and listening to Muslim sheikhs preach in their fundamentalist speeches. But she said that in fulfilling her religious duties, her heart was very far from God. Subsequently, a transformation took place in her soul. She no longer bore the fundamentalist and fanatic religious leaders who spent their time uttering threats and curses on everything and everything. She hated these speeches and constantly demonstrated that true Islam is not the one preached by these sheikhs, but rather, Islam must be a religion of tolerance and peace, Sarah thought. She said that this kind of speech distanced or disgusted people from the religion of Islam. At the age of 18, she entered the university and studied information and communication. She spent seven years of her life in search of a moderate Islam and finally found her with a preacher, 
elegant and well-dressed, who did not pronounce curses or threats. He gave life as an example and raised the right reflections. At the age of 26, as she pursued her spiritual quest, the Saudi government launched an essay contest on the theme, Islam Between Fanaticism and Moderation. The first prize was half a million dinars, and this contest was open to all Arab countries. Fatima, who had already won a previous contest, fervently tackled the composition of this subject for which her heart was inflamed about. Seeking concrete examples to illustrate her point, she asked around her if we knew a Muslim who had changed from a zealous religious state to a moderate state. But her research did not succeed. She then remembered having read one day on the internet insults about a Saudi who had converted to Christianity and said that this man could do the trick. She searched and found his site. At first, she simply wanted to know if he followed the Muslim religion in a zealous way before his conversion. But his answer disappointed her because it was not the case. Then she asked him why he had abandoned Islam for a false religion. Then he presented her religious convictions on the personality of Muhammad, who for him was not a true prophet. Fatima had a shocking reaction to him and reproached him for denying the faith and the truth of a prophet. He based his arguments on the accounts of the contemporaries of Muhammad and proved to him the wickedness of his heart through the account of how the prophet had tied a woman who hated him by the feet and dragged her with her cousin on the ground in the desert. Not remembering this passage, Fatima went to the library and found the narrative as he had described it to her. Disappointing and not knowing what to say, she retorted, You left all Islam and its truth for a small, insignificant passage like this? He then offered to read the books of the two converts who criticized the Quran. Finally, she found and read the Holy Gospels. Fatima wept as she read. The Lord was speaking to her heart. She cried out, But you are my God! It's you I'm looking for since my childhood. Where are you, Lord? She later wrote, I was searching the Bible for Jesus. When I start reading the Bible, Jesus attracted me. I saw a huge difference between what I knew about Muhammad and what I was reading about Jesus. While I was reading the Bible, I felt that God was very near, that there were no barriers between us, and that I had no fears. What really attracted me to the Bible was Jesus' story. In my view, this is the greatest story in human history. She read Matthew's Gospel four times, and what impacted her the most and led to her conversion was Jesus' famous Sermon on the Mount. She downloaded a copy of Matthew and kept it in her purse at all times. She saw for the first time that God was good and merciful, that he loved her and sent his son to die for her on the cross. Her Christian friend warned her that she was in danger of the death penalty if she declared her conversion to Christianity openly in Saudi Arabia. In 2007, she arranged to travel to France where she was baptized in water as a Christian. Upon her return, 
She continued as a secret Christian. She maintained contact with a Christian ministry called The Voice of the Martyrs and read Christian books online. In July 2008, several years and several days, I mean, before her death, she found herself in a heated argument with her parents and two brothers who now were beginning to suspect something. Her brother called her to repent. After visiting her uncle's house that night, she returned home at one o'clock in the morning to find her room open and her laptop gone. She found it with her brother who had been reading her personal journal, which revealed her journey from Islam to Christ. She took it off him, returned to her room, and emailed her friends concerning her fears. Don't worry, Az. The Lord is with me, Fatima said. He is my light and salvation. So from whom do I fear? This was her last communication. After this, her brother tortured her and then beat her to death. It was several days before news got out of her martyrdom. Fatima was only 26 years old, but a faithful and fervent follower of Christ. Shortly before her death, she penned the following words in a poem that's in response to a militant Islamic poem written against Christians. May the Lord Jesus guide you, O Muslims, and enlighten your hearts that you may love one another. The form does not revile the master of the prophets. It is for the display of truth, and for you it was revealed. This is the truth that you do not know. While we say what what we say are the words of the master of the prophets, we do not worship the cross, and we are not possessed. We worship the Lord Jesus the light of the worlds. We left Muhammad, and we do not follow in his path. We follow Jesus Christ, the clear truth. Truly, we love our homeland, and we are not traitors. We take pride that we are Saudi citizens. How could we betray our homeland, our dear people? How could we, when for death for Saudi Arabia, we stand ready? The homeland of my grandfathers, their glories and paths, For it I am writing, and we say we are proud, proud to be Saudis. We chose our way, the way of the rightly guided. And every man is free to choose any religion. Be content to leave us to ourselves to be believers in Jesus. Let us live in grace before our time comes. There are tears in my cheek, and oh, my heart is sad. To those who become Christians, how you are so cruel. And the Messiah says, Blessed are the persecuted. And we, for the sake of Christ, all things bear. What is it to you that we are infidels? You do not enter our graves as if with us buried. Enough! Your swords do not concern me, nor evil or disgrace. Your threats do not trouble me, and we are not afraid. And by God, I am unto death a Christian in truth. I cry for what passed by of a sad life. I was far from the Lord Jesus for many years. O history record, and bear witness, O witnesses, we are Christians. In the path of Christ we walk on. Take from me this word and note it well. You see, Jesus is my Lord, and he is the best of protectors. I advise you to pity yourself, to clap your hands in mourning. See your look of ugly hatred. 
Man is brother to man, O learned ones. Where is the humanity, the love, and where are you? As to my last words, I pray to the Lord of the worlds, Jesus the Messiah, the light of clear guidance, that he changed belief and set the scales of justice rightly, and that he spread love among you, O Muslims. An amazing last confession by Fatima. You see, when she became a Christian, she was in love with Jesus because he loved her unconditionally. He died for her sins. And in that vein, Fatima was able to go back to her own people who were Muslims and show them that same unconditional love. She didn't hate them. She was respectful, but yet bold and convinced of what she believed was true. This is why Fatima is so special. She took her faith as a Christian and showed love and respect and compassion to her fellow Muslim friends. She was a very special, very courageous and brave lady to which all of us should take an example. She took the time to investigate, to read, to study, to pray, and she found her hope and freedom in Jesus. And because of that, she paid with it, with her life. She was brave. She was courageous. She's an example to all of us who are Christians. A tribute today to Sarah Fatima Al-Matari, a very special Christian martyr living in Saudi Arabia. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast today. I will see you on my next podcast of the cross in the desert.